Folks, I want to welcome you all to On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, and we're broadcasting from the top of the Habern Building in Louisville, Kentucky. This is WFMP-LP Louisville, 106.5 FM, and uh, we're live streaming now. You can go to forwardradio.org, click on a button, and you can listen to us anywhere in the world on your tablet, PC, or laptop. So, uh, folks, again, uh, this is On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, and we've got Denisha Rivers here with us today. Welcome, Denisha. Hello, how are you? Right. Denisha is uh, doing a lot of things in the community. She's also doing a lot of things in the business world. So, uh, Denisha, you want to tell folks a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hi. Um, again, my name is Denisha Rivers, and I go by Renee Unique. Um, I am the founder of Vision of Life Outreach Ministry, and Vision, excuse me one second, actually, sorry for the background noise, we're, we're moving into a new office, so you'll hear a lot of people just kind of coming in and out moving office furniture. And okay. I am basically what um, our nonprofit organization do, we, we um, assist uh, homeless families and single uh, women. Uh, with transitional emergency housing, um, also with uh, just assisting, assisting them with daily uh, needs such as food, clothing, or any type of assistance to help them um, restore and rebuild their lives. Oh, thank you. And um, uh, so you've been in, involved in a lot of different things in the community. Uh, one of the things I've noticed uh, here lately uh is the sort of uh, prevalence of social media in a lot of our activities. Uh, I, I, I see social media has a, as a non-user, by the, by the way. I'm not on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Sneak-a-Pook, or any of it. But, uh, uh, um, but I, I think it is useful as far as uh, you can do a lot of organizing of events on short notice. You can communicate. Uh, facts, ideas, and concepts almost instantaneously, and it does build a kind of a community of a sort. But I've also noticed, too, as far as social media, particularly when it comes down to uh, the, the social justice community, I see it's that when people are upset about anything or confused about anything or have wrong information about anything or have incomplete information about any, anything, it becomes sort of a, a tool for um, uh, not only personal insults, but almost defamation of character. Uh, it sort of instantly turns from sharing information to sort of negative commentary in a really personal way about folks and it it becomes it can become destructive very quickly so do you have a take on that at all Denisha do you have a take on that at all yes can you hear me hi Uh, well I'll tell you what I've been active in the community for a long time you know I've been a community activist um, you know, I'm also politically involved for the past couple of years, uh, years here in Louisville, Kentucky. 
you know, I ran for Metro Council District 4. I also um, ran for County Commissioner District C here in Louisville. And um, I, I, I will tell you this, that in this type of work um, that we do, uh, it comes with a lot. It comes with a lot of responsibility. And um, you are considered a leader. Uh, your name, your character, uh, your whole livelihood, you know, uh, it's out in the public. You know, um, there's no privacy. So there's a risk that we take um, every day. Um, just uh, wanting to go out here to uh, help create the change. Um, like I said, it comes with sometimes a sacrifice um, because we are individuals that are passionate and, uh, you know, there's no paycheck in a lot of things that we do. We, we're not rich. You know, we don't come uh, off as uh, doing things um, that uh, may have uh, individuals um, you know, are we say the powers to be or other people look at you in a certain way because we, we do stand um, our ground and we um, walk in, in a line of high standards in, uh, for ourselves. So um, I would tell you, uh, you know, just with anything that's in the public eye, it doesn't matter if you're a Hollywood star, basketball player, you know, the president, the mayor, um, anyone that is out there that is in the uh, in the public eye, we are always facing scrutiny. Um, people will not agree with the things that we say. They might not like the things that we say and what we stand for. But there is also a uh, respect that others should uh, should follow. But and but. Sometimes they may not. They, they, they may not respect our views. They might not, you know, respect what we say. Um, so it just comes with the territory. But we have to um, hold ourselves sometimes accountable and um, have to know that we don't have to feed into everything that we see. Um, because the public is the public. They have the right to their opinion. They have the right to freedom of speech. That's why we've been fighting on the front lines uh, through the whole protest of Breonna Taylor, you know, from Frankfurt to Washington, D.C. We're fighting for equality. We're fighting for the freedom of speech. And um, so we have to remember that those that are on social media and, and those that um, speak in the radio or TV or on Instagram or the Snapchats and things, all the, whatever that is out there, we have to remember that that we are pillars of the community and we don't have to sit back and feed into everything, every negative energy. Sometimes negative vibes you can turn into a positive energy and you can learn from it because we don't know. We don't know everything. I don't know everything. Every day is a learning lesson. And sometimes mistakes, they will happen and we learn from that and keep it moving and keep it going and growing. And sometimes... Uh, Going to your elders or those who are experienced and who and those who have been a part of the movement and who's lived longer and understand, you know, um, what has happened uh, to go to them to guidance. You know, that's it. 
but I know myself, I've been personally assassinated. You know, there's things that people say and um, they think they they think they know or think they what they want to know without asking that individual and what happens is it is a uh, a uh, defamation of character. And it can go to uh, legal court. And people have to remember that. Just, just If you have facts and you can prove them, that's a little bit different. But if you're out here to spread lies and gossip and rumors, because a lot of us, we work hard. We work hard to get to where we are, and we're working for a purpose and a cause. And we also have families that we are providing for. And a lot of us, in this type of world, we are risking our lives, right? So people don't realize that that we're out here fighting for justice and equality and fighting for things that a lot of people don't see our view and we are out here fighting for change and we are we give, we give up a lot you know so with that being said I think that whatever you know there's some things that are going on right now on social media a lot of people are beefing they're upset they're saying a lot of a lot of uh, things that could be true and not be true, but I think we have to remember that as a community as a whole, especially the black community, and for those who are leadership positions in, in politics and and they're out there um, fighting to uh, uh, for change and to change these laws, we have to hold ourselves uh, accountable for high, to be in high standards. So we don't have to feed, we don't have to fight, we don't have to fuel. Because the work is already there, laid out. People can see your work, your gratitude in, in the work that you do, in the work that you have done and will continue to do. I've never, ever tried to feed into negative energy. I keep it moving. I keep my head high, and I keep it moving. Because if it wasn't for the Lord by my side, I wouldn't know where I would be. So that's what advice that I would give people right now. That's advice that I would give a certain individual and people, you know, they're going to attack. They're going to attack people's face. They're going to do whatever, right? But the naysayers are not the true believers. And not everyone will believe in what we're fighting for. So we have to remember that, you know? So those are some things that I would say. Uh, you know, that's just some advice that I have. Oh, thank you. So, um, uh, so if you don't mind, we can talk a little bit about sort of money in the movement. So when I first got in the social justice movement, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a, a job connected to the movement. I didn't know there was such a thing as a community organizer position where you could get paid to organize. I didn't know about 501c3s and uh, 501c4s and 527s and all the different organizations. I was just in the movement to bring about social change. Um, and then I found out that, yes, uh, you could get paid to do it, maybe not a whole lot, but even if you didn't get paid a whole lot, it was symbolic and uh, uh you know, I had an opportunity to work on political campaigns and get paid as well. And even if it wasn't a whole lot, it was it was something that meant something to you because you were getting paid to doing, you know, to make society better and move society forward. Uh, now, here recently um, in Louisville, you know, uh, uh, I, we had a lot of interest 
in what was going on uh, because of the Breonna Taylor case and people all over the world and you know groups coming in and people coming in from out of town and 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 sometimes you know certain groups did spread a little bit of money to other groups which is fine I mean uh, uh, if, uh, and and so but what happens is what happens is that if if uh, a certain group of people uh, uh, you know if you see somebody else getting some money and you and you don't get any of it it can be upsetting you wonder what, why did they get paid or why did their group get money or this sort of thing and then people get upset uh, uh, so that's that's and I see that uh, I mean, of course, even before this sort of past year period, I, I saw uh, here in Louisville, um, you know, where people would get upset if somebody was making like $25,000 a year for a movement or- organization. I'm like, why are you upset? Because they're making 25000 But uh, uh, And here recently, uh, uh, one of our organizations, a very fine organization, uh, people said it. Hey, it's a scandal because a, a husband and wife couple are making two hundred thousand a year, and my and my thing is, I said, why is that a scandal? You're talking about people who've been working for an organization for twenty years, have built it up, they've got all kind of degrees, and they're making a hundred thousand dollars each as a married couple for running a big operation with a lot of employees. I just didn't see it was a scandal. That they were making as a married couple making two hundred thousand. I just didn't see it. But as I, but there is when money comes into it. Uh, uh, sometimes there are people who are upset, and of course, if you're out there struggling, if uh, particularly if you got arrested uh, for the for the movement, and you've still got a case over your head, or you had to put up bail to get yourself out of uh, jail, or uh, 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 I can see that. So, uh, Sister Rivers, do you have an opinion on money in the movement? Yes, I do. I tell you what. So, you know, I'm always truthful. I'm always honest. You know, I'm always honest. Um, I'm always honest. I'm always honest. I'm always honest. I'm always honest. Because there was a point in time that I felt a certain way myself, that, you know, having a nonprofit organization. I've been out here doing a lot of the footwork, working with at-risk youth, feeding people, and, you know, uh, helping the homeless. And a lot of times, the smaller black nonprofit organizations, we don't get a lot of support. We don't get a lot of the funding. You know, we get, we, you know, <laughs> it's a bigger picture than everything that is going on here, from black business to black small nonprofit organizations to the justice system. I mean, everything. So, and it hit home. You know, the thing about it is when you have another organization coming to Louisville, Kentucky, and people are getting thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you left out the smaller black nonprofit organizations that have been here locally, that have been putting up the good fight for a long time. So people are going to feel a certain way. I felt a certain way. Because, it's, you know, it's like, wait a minute, hold on now, because now all of a sudden... There's the support when it hasn't been any support, right? So I can see that why people get upset, and I think that is a uh, feasible reason uh, because it, 
you know, funds haven't been allocated properly. And the thing that I always tell people is, quit worrying about other people's pockets as far as, because that's the thing that we have as black people here in, in Louisville, Kentucky, because I've traveled and I, and I conduct business with other uh, uh, business partners in uh, different cities, and we're going to say about Atlanta. We have such, the division here has been placed in a system that has basically divided us uh, in, uh, you know, from redlining to, to uh, income to basically black and white, you name it. We are going through it. I'm telling you, we're going through it. Our youth are going through it. And it is right now, you know, we have that enslaved commonwealth, you know, mentality thinking black people, like black people can't be successful or they can't, you know, uh, uh, well, if they have a degree, you know, it's a, why do we always have to ask ourselves our second question, why this individual makes so much money a year? We have so many black millionaires here in Louisville, Kentucky, people have no idea. And they, they're very private, and they're very secret. But they worked hard, right? So they came from the hard knocks of life. They've lived in the project. They've lived in the They lived in certain areas of town, and they've been through it, but they worked hard. You know, they work hard. And people got to remember that just because, you know, a, a, a lot of people that, like I said, I stay away from negativity, and I, and I don't listen, and I don't conduct uh, uh, my business and I don't surround myself around those type of people that sit around and they want to talk about people all day long and, and they want to talk about their lives and their personal lives and what's in their bank accounts and why this and why that. You know, and I think that, you know, it's a sad situation that we are fighting each other. <laughs> you know, we already have to worry about uh, you know, fighting other other things when it comes to the judicial system and racism and home ownership and black, you know, uh, uh, black wealth and finance, you know, finances. We, we're fighting among one another, right? So what has happened is people have lost their jobs and they lost their livelihoods and they're sitting, they're going back and forth to court or they're going back and forth because, you know, the court now in the Zoom, so they're, they're, they've lost a lot during this protest, okay? So they sit back and they're watching these organizations with all this money that is filtering filtering uh, to help fight the, uh, fight the cause and fight what is, you know, the, uh, uh, the Breonna Taylor, uh, the incident that, that it was, uh, you know, it's just less unfortunate that that happened. And like I always said, it's been so many, uh, Breonna Taylor, and uh, that has been swept under the rug for many years. So, but I think right now, what you have a mix of, you have a mix of people that are out there, they're out there for the truth, they're out there for the cause, they're out there as soldiers, right? And then you mix them up with people that either maybe they've been paid and they just need a job for a couple of hours, or they're just in there for the, just to, you know, uh, the chase, uh, the fame, or get a face, or a name, or just kind of seeing what's going on. And, you know, and just like you're mixing that up, right? You're mixing it up. With every movement, there's uh, um, uh, there's going to be a resistance somewhere, right? In every movement, people are going to try to figure out how they can make money off of it. So you're going you're gonna to mix the righteous in with the non-righteous. 
And so that's what happened. So a lot of people are fighting over these dollars that we desperately need to move the black community. So now everyone is fighting over these dollars, these crumbs. Basically, it was just thrown on the table, right? So that's what is going on. One person's upset about that they didn't get any money. They got, you know, more money. And why did this person get this and that? Okay, you know, the thing about it is people have to realize that everybody has different budgets. They have different plans. They have different programs. They have uh, so many amount of employees. You know, you have so many set of volunteers. My organization may not need what your organization needs. So everyone will be allocated different funding. So a lot of times, just because people, they want to pop up these LLCs and these nonprofits, they think that they are business savvy. No, it does not work that way. Not everyone is business savvy. Just because you may apply for a license or an LLC or a nonprofit through the Kentucky Secretary of State, you know, when you go, you know, you want to make sure that your taxes, uh, 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 everything is supposed to registered, federal, all of that above, right? So what happens is, but your way of thinking and your mentality does not it, it does not support the business. Well, how can I say this? Say this. Without sometimes people think they're ready and they're not ready. They don't understand anything about business. Their business fails. Right? So their nonprofit fails, their corporation fails, their company fails because they go on there with the wrong attitude and the wrong way of thinking. So now here we are in the public and now people are in the news and the newspaper is writing and, and, and they're talking about beef on social media and people out here, they're losing lives. There were people that lost their lives in the protest. Did we forget? Did we forget? People have been either threatened or lost their lives, lost their livelihoods, and people are out here fighting and screaming for crumbs that was thrown on the table. For what? For what? Well, I will say that uh, in the past year or so, as far as the social justice movement, there have been an influx of new people, and that's great. Uh, yeah, and that's we have new leaders. Yes, that's exciting. Yes, we have new, young, vibrant, passionate leaders that have emerged from this protest. Every protest that goes on, there's a lot of good that goes on as well. So we woke up some people. We woke up some people that's been asleep. They've been comfortable in their position. You know, they've been comfortable down there in Frankfurt. So we woke up and shook up a, a lot of things and. Uh, so I always say um, we just need to um, conduct ourselves in a better manner. Everyone's looking, you know, everyone, everyone, you know, there's certain people that they want us to fail. They want us to fail. So they I want us to uh, turn our backs on one another. But we can't do that. Oh, I agree. That is, uh, it's really a shame that to have the efforts, a uh, year's worth of efforts, sort of tampered with by people getting upset with each other, um, 
saying or writing certain things on social media and then it getting to mainstream media, that's sad because it sort of tarnishes, at, at least in a little, uh, uh, you know, in some way, tarnishes the, the work uh, of the past year. So I think everybody needs to be careful about that. And again, I think COVID, now that more and more people are getting their shots, I do think that even though social media has a place, I think people need to, to sit down with each other face-to-face in the closed room and discuss some of the issues. Because as I've said, when I first got into the social justice movement many, many years ago, I didn't know it was a job. I didn't know you could get grants to do this and that. I didn't know that you could ask people for money to do it. I didn't know that. And so in the past year, what has happened is you've got this huge influx of people in the movement, and they're, all, they're just doing it uh, from the heart. But they, but they find out somehow that, hey, somebody's getting some money. So naturally they say, hey, why not me? Which makes perfect sense, but if uh, there's a way to go about doing that, uh, there's a way to go about doing that, uh, just hollering on social media, give me some money, it probably doesn't help too much. But, uh, uh, and, and then attacking people that you think maybe got 5 or $10 uh, probably really doesn't help either. Uh, so, uh, but yet, you know, uh, Sister uh, 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 Rivers, I, I want to remain positive. I mean, it's a bright, sunshiny day. Uh, some good things are happening. I think, uh, I think this uh, American Rescue Plan that President Biden has uh, got through Congress is sending a lot of money, uh, sending $2 billion to Kentucky. I, I do hope that the, it, that money... Oh, wow. awesome. I hope hope that money filters down to the people who need it. So, uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I hope it does too. <laughs> I hope it does too. So, while it's filtering, let's make sure it's filtering to the right people at the top, so the people at the bottom can get it. How about that? That's what that begins. <laughs> exactly, and uh, and uh, I'm glad that that they sent out another stimulus check. I think that's great, but uh, I think they oh. could. Right, and so uh, so uh, that one, uh, people have received those checks, and they've already been put in most a lot of folks' bank accounts already. But they could actually do another now, stimulus this, check. Now, let me ask you a question. Now you're talking about the one that they just had, right? You're yeah. talking about the one for fourteen. Is this another one you're talking about? No, I'm no, I'm talking about the one that where people got got the okay. checks in the past couple of weeks. Right. So people got got uh, got their checks in the past couple of weeks. So, so I'm wondering, do you think that it's, do you think it's working? That, that's my question. With the stimulus, and I, I'm sure it's helping people, especially a single mother, uh, such as myself. So uh, you know, the stimulus and the assistance that they have out there for businesses. I think I I, I would say I think it's helping. I, I really really do.
So stimulus packages, whether you like them or not, I really think that it's helping those who really need it. And, and I think, I don't care what kind of income bracket you're at, you really you need it. You know, it helps, whether it helps pay a bill or save or helps the student, you know, so anything that can help us get out of debt. A lot of us have probably accumulated some debt during this pandemic. So, just getting everything back in order. The comedy and uh, so, as a small, I, I will say this. As a single mother of three, and that has helped me. As a small business owner, uh, with the, all, everything that they have out here for businesses, Sister Rivers, Sister Rivers, we're coming to the end of our time. Oh, okay. Yes, you know what? I'll keep running it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being uh, Sister Denisha.